Hello there, this is Andrew, and I know we just kicked off Season 3 of Books Closed a couple days ago with Episode 25, Disruptive Tattooing. And if you haven't heard that yet, go back and check it out before you listen to this. This season, with the episodes being a little more focused on topics, it leaves me with some extra footage most of the time. And instead of letting that extra footage rot on the cutting room floor, I figured I could come back to you with midweek bonus episodes where I can share any bits of the conversations that are interesting or funny or anything I think you might like to hear. So this won't be the most cohesive or fully developed bits of interviews that you've heard. It's some extra stuff nonetheless to get you through until next Monday. So first, we're going to hear a bit from my conversation with my guest co-host from the week, Justin Weatherholtz, where we talk about apprenticeships and entering the tattoo industry, our opinions on that a little bit, which might be foreshadowing to a future episode. And then we're going to finish up today with a bit of my conversation with Shanze Afzal about her experience in the Inked Magazine cover model contest, which I never thought I had opinions about, but I reveal a conspiracy theory that I have about the whole thing. So enjoy this. I'll see you next week for episode 26. I'm so fucking grateful for everything that tattooing has brought for me. So like, why should I deny that to anybody and tell them that they're wrong for it? You know? Yeah. So, and I mean, I, that's definitely one of the more tricky topics because mm-hmm. we don't want a million people tattooing. I mean, there right. already are more than a million, I'm sure. in over <laughs> yeah, the world for sure. But we, it's easy to hide behind these rules and these things as to reason why someone says, I want a tattoo. I love it. It's everything to me. I, I want to give it a shot. And for someone to say, well, you need to do this, this, and this, and this. It's like these hurdles. And again, I think for most people that does come with good intention because if someone's going to learn, we all hope that they learn in the right way or in a way that's good and that works for them. The double-edged sword to that is what is the right way anymore? Right. Because like before... Yeah, you have to say that in air quotes because it, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist anymore. And I'm not sure it ever did. Well, when I... When... <laughs> When I started yep. tw- 20 years ago, I've actually been tattooing 20 years or yeah, 20 years this past uh, June. Um, it was, you do an apprenticeship, you know, and you, well, they tell you no, and you come back and you keep bugging them and which still doesn't always apply, but it was like the yeah. one thing that you could like kind of cite and be like, oh, well just go to that shop and you know, get tattooed there, you know, get in with the people a little bit and try to, you know, just have your face in front of theirs all the time and help out and just like, Hey, let me clean the toilets or let me do that, which is what I did. And you know, so many other people have the same story as mine, you know, I don't know what that is anymore. You know, so many shops, especially ones where you want to be and actually learn from and learn positive things from, they don't do apprenticeships. Like Kings Avenue has never had an apprentice, you know, um, and never will. I can probably say that, you know, pretty, pretty confidently. Um, but yeah, so it's like, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I I don't have good advice for this. I'm like, draw a lot, paint a lot, I guess go to the shops that you want to get tattooed by and try that, you know, but I think investing in your local tattoo shop and spending time there and doing that is a good start, you know, when you you have to build that relationship, you do, you know, it's just like, you know, the, there's not a, <laughs> there's not a tattoo school, which we all know that there is, there mm-hmm. are these that exist, but you're what the fuck right? with those, you know, it's just like, like a money pit. It's a money pit. Yeah. 
and a total scam, but you, you just have to dig in. You have to dig in and hopefully hope for the best, you know? Yeah. I always try to be straight up with people who ask me if I would ever apprentice anyone. And, and just so they are not like getting tattooed by me in hopes that this thing can happen because I don't want to lead anyone on to think because I just don't want to teach anyone because I wouldn't get anything out of it. So it, there, I mean, to me, there's no point unless it was like someone I truly wanted to help them, right. you know, a sibling or a family member or someone very close to me. Then sure. I, I feel like that's the only time I would even entertain the thought. Right. But I think a lot of people seeking this don't realize what it truly means for someone to give you an apprenticeship. Cause it's like, like in your case, you've tattooed for 20 years, you've scoured, you know, all over the place for all these experiences and information and, uh, you know, all the work you've done and to like give that to someone means so much. Yeah. And, and I think people see it more as like a, just like a business deal. Like there's nothing personal to it. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll get along, but you know, I'll, I'll learn when I can, then I'll move on to another place. It's like, well, that we don't want that. No. Yeah, exactly. It means a lot. I, I want, I would want to apprentice someone who I'm very, very invested in their success. Right. And it's such a huge responsibility to this other person that I don't necessarily want. And I don't know that it, cause the other thing is like, I don't know that I'm a good teacher. You know, I don't know if I'm like good at that. And I kind of don't know that I would be. Um, but I think it's also something that I don't want to be responsible time wise on my time to do that either. Cause yeah. I have en enough other stuff going on that I don't just don't want to fucking do it. <laughs> you right. Know? Like, right. And I don't think it's selfish to, to admit that. No. I mean, it's better to be direct about it. Yeah, 100%. But as far as tattoo schools, I, I always like to ask people, do you think that that format could ever work with the right people involved? Because now the versions of tattoo schools we see, they they don't work because they're just poorly built. Let's say that all of our favorite tattooers in their respective like specialties were like, we're going to do it. We're going to put it together, right? You still have the same problem at the end where you you have just because you create, you would create these things, right? Doesn't mean the people that are going to sign up to do the tattooing are going to necessarily understand or go into it with the same intentions that they did or anyone else did. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think the same problem still exists that you're still spewing out X amount of tattooers into the industry with whatever, because, because it's a school, there's not like, a shop that's connected to it. You know what I mean? So there's still like all of these tattooers that you're teaching going out into the world. Like, oh, there you go. Figure it out. We, we taught you these things. And, and how long would that be? Like, how long would they be in the school? It's like, is it going to be a couple week course or is this going to be like, all right, you're going to be here for four years. Cause then you could probably get some skills. You know what I mean? But like some quick, like thing you're like, what are you really going to get out of that? Right. I'll show you a couple of things that you're going to forget. And then like, uh, you know, a couple of things you're probably not even ready for better point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I truly feel like there could be something like that, that could work, but it would have to be so drastically different that maybe it's not even the same thing anyway, man, like to be able to take on a group of students every, every year, or every, whatever it is. It's, I don't, I think there would have to be, leeway for it to be sometimes it's only one person sometimes it's i was gonna people. say it would have to be like extreme vetting from like people that the the teachers would 
you know, be drawing from, you know, like if like applying to a college or something, you have to show certain things and meet with people and have an interview or an audition, you know, whatever that would look like. Sure. Sure. But I don't think, I don't think reputable people would ever step up to do that because again, what would they get at? Well, I mean, I guess you could make a lot of money from it, but yeah, I feel like it's just so ethically looked down upon that it would be tough for someone to step up and do that. Definitely tattooers have been doing it over 20 years, 15 to 20 years. I think it, maybe the younger, some younger generation with a different viewpoint coming from a different angle might be more open to the idea. But most of the people in my circles, I don't believe would probably be too, too keen on that. Yeah. It would definitely be someone who's probably in their twenties now in like 10 more years when they feel like they would want to. Right. And maybe they'll figure it out. Who knows? Um, Yeah. Because there's so many people starting to tattoo that it's almost like you can look at it that there's the other problem that there's just all these people being turned out like wild and loose that maybe it would actually improve things after a certain point to have, you know, at least an attempt at giving some direction. Right. If we're all claiming that we want responsible uh, tattooing and we all want everyone to be good and like we actually care about this stuff, then I think we someone who thinks that should also be open to, you know, something a little more progressive down the line or maybe now, or maybe who knows? I mean, it's, it's certainly, it's certainly a conversation to be had for sure. I mean, it it goes back to what I said. I'm like, I can't deny anybody else for wanting to do this because it's, because I have a great life from it, you know? And people that love tattoos, I mean, there's more and more, there's so many fucking people that love tattooing now or their version of tattooing or, you know, there's, there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to love in the industry. And and it's one of those things where, you know, I, you do see people that are frustrated that I'm like, I'm like I just really want to get in. And it's just like, you know, to your point, it's like, I think, you know, there is definitely a conversation there that I think, man, I don't know. You know, it's, it's such, it's such a huge gray area and it's just it's such a big open hole of like, I don't fucking know what to tell anybody. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I, don't know. I feel like that's one of the bigger symptoms of the like the growing pains of tattooing currently. Right. And so. there probably will be big changes in that arena. Well, I think another thing maybe is <clears throat> this just popped in my head right now. Like somehow like directing those people to be like, hey, listen, these are these are people, you know, this person has this tattoo supply. This person has this um information out there check this person's artwork out check these people's people who are who have things to sell that are that have you know spent so much time in the industry go to these places do these things and i feel like there's a certain amount of like respect towards you know people that have been doing doing it for a long time that if you are take those roads those paths i think will maybe get you closer to where you want to be i know it's a really vague kind of like thing to say. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm following. Like if someone's like, Hey, listen, I want to get into this and they're talk to some tattooer and they say, well, what, what kind of tattooing do you want to do? And they say like, well, I like lettering and I like, you know, this kind of tattooing. It's like, well, check out like you're like black and gray tattooing or like that sort of thing. It's like you can get look up BJ Betts, his, his stuff. And you can see he's got books for sale and he's got these things where you can kind of like 
start working on things, start drawing. Cause it always comes down to like, we'll start drawing. What kind of work do you do? Like that's the begin. That's always like the first thing. Right. And people have these like things that are out there that people can, can get that. Yes. It's tattooer driven, but it's like, they're going to get the stuff. So it's like, get the right stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's gray area there too, as I'm saying it. I don't know. That's yeah, weird. It's weird. I think that's why I like talking about it because it makes it, there's like some discomfort. Yeah. No. Because when you really dig into it, you realize that there's maybe a lot that you don't even consider. I mean, I think about this shit all the time because I'm trying to make a podcast, but the more, the more I talk about it, I feel like I'm, I'm sure I've contradicted myself multiple times and I, you know, I'm back and forth, but it's like, I'm still trying to work through it too. For sure. I mean, that's, yeah, exactly. I'm I'm like kind of sticking myself here, you know, I'm like, I'm like, because it's one of those things where there is so many people to support that kind of puts you in the right direction when you're getting the stuff and people, people mm-hmm. notice it when there's consistency and you are, you're applying yourself to, to being a part of the industry. It's like those collectors that you see like, Oh, I've recognized that person. Like, Oh, they have that tattoo from that person, you know, or like whatever. It's like, there's consistency to being in it. Even collectors that have they don't ever want a tattoo, but it's like when you're around and you're like, oh, this person, if you see someone that has like a sleeve from this person, a sleeve from this person and like, oh, I got all these tattoos, uh, you know, I traveled to this convention to get tattooed by X, Y, and Z on me. And you're like, oh, this, it brings like a different like level of seriousness to them that you're like, oh, this person knows what's up. They've done some research and they, even if the tattoos don't align with like my own personal taste or the person that's seeing it. It's going to like elevate them and like, Oh, this person really gives a shit. You know, it's a good start. So I mean like being in it, it kind of goes back to that and then like, right, right, right. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the few ways you can really show a higher level of commitment. Right. If you're completely covered in amazing tattoos that you've traveled all over for, then you're, you're committing your time, your money, your effort, your research. Like you don't just happen upon that as a collector. And people see it without you having to be like, Hey, like, I want to do this thing. It's like, just, just be in it. Just be in it. We'll notice. Yeah. You know? Right, right. I think. Right. So back to the story, as we've alluded to, um, after the backlash, uh, it provided more clarity for you and you decided again, okay, this contest is bogus. I'm not interested in it. Oh, yeah. It was, um, people were buying votes. I bought several hundred votes. And How? On the black market? On the black market. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. Um, and I realized it would bump you up a couple spots, but then someone else would buy a couple hundred votes. Weird. So I realized it was kind of like, if you have the money to invest Let's say you invest $9,000 and you win $25,000. So clearly you've made out with profit. And if your dream is to be a model, why wouldn't you? My dream wasn't to be a model. It was to get an apprenticeship. And um, So winning that particular contest really wasn't the end-all, be-all for you? No, and I've already been in Inked Magazine. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got a conspiracy to pose. What if Inked Magazine themselves were working in the shadows selling these votes? 
Oh. Think about that. I mean... Maybe that's an arm of the whole operation there with that contest. One of my favorite artists, she's very provocative, was in a Maxim contest, like be the cover of Maxim magazine. And she said the same thing to me. Mm-hmm. So this... It's a it's a money-making scheme, these like sure. cover girl contests. Well, yeah, no contest from a business like that is just to simply feature somebody. Otherwise, they would it just choose fun, someone. It was though. Sure. I had a great time. Right. Right. Well, it's another way to um, cultivate a, an internet following and to you know engage with all those people, which oh, is Oh, I important. lost a lot of followers. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did people think that it, it was kind of against your message? Yeah. Because um, it is kind of like exploitive to women. It was you can very, look at it that way anyway. Well, definitely. But for me, I've always been a very like... I've been a very artsy girl and like um, I love to paint nude women and like nudity has never been an issue for me. Um, I think the photos I posted were all pretty classy, which is great. But um, it was like getting more and more competitive. Like people were really putting themselves out there and I was um, like, do I want to compete? with this um it wasn't yeah it was more of being a model than being having a mission 